Hi, this is Andy Kravlicher from BioPlan, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. This is the best amp I've ever played through. This meeting is being wow. recorded. Hey, I remembered. Hey, that's my partner, Rena, as well. Hi, Rena. Hey, dude. Hi, Andy. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Cool. Well, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for inviting me. And thank you for inviting me back after I, you know, missed our last appointment uh, completely. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. You, with yeah. Bruce, you only get one chance, eh? That's I know. I know. I was <laughs> I was fully expecting that, like, okay, this is this is it. And that that was that was my first impression. And yeah, I can you, never have that back. Right. Usually but, I'm the know. dick and Rena begged to have you back on. So we did it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Ethos. <laughs> You're welcome. Hola, uh, <laughs> actually, it's true, though, because, like, I, I was kind of bummed when you had to cancel. And, and you did a no show. I, I can't remember if you canceled or just. I didn't cancel. Us. I was in the kitchen cooking, right. you know, mm -hmm. and I was I yeah. just lost track of time. And and then Tom got in touch with me like the next day and he was like, hey, the, the guys told me you did a no show. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, that was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to tell you that, that's like a make or break thing, though, because we make or break artists here on the show. Yeah. 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 We make or break them in Iceland, specifically. <laughs> Iceland and New Zealand were charting for some reason. I don't know how we New get Zealand. through those those uh, zones, but we'll take Unbelievable. it. Yeah, um, totally charting in, in those two countries, both of which I love, will oh, yeah. accept any invitation to visit. Right. Know? Oh, yeah. Totally. Totally. We can do a Brutally Delicious on the road in Iceland. Right, with Rita. Souls to fear and like, you know, all the good stuff. We could do and, it live on location from the glacier. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Let's go to a, <laughs> what? what's those things like? We'll, we'll take our, <laughs> we'll take our laziest. huge budget and hire a camera crew and fly them out with lighting. Those like public baths yeah. or saunas, don't they have those? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you can, yeah. Like, we'll Plus, you can do, you can do so much cool stuff with faces. the geysers and everything. Yeah, mud yeah. on our faces and nothing else and we'll do the show. Exactly. I'm so in. I love this plan. It's perfect. <laughs> totally not a scam to get me naked. But what happens right. when my third nipple comes out? That's the question. <laughs> wow. I keep learning of my boys, Bruce and Chris. Some things Anyways. I like to know, some things I don't. Right. <laughs> so where are you located, Andy? I'm in uh, sunny Stockholm, Sweden, which for the moment is experiencing quite the uh, heat wave. And, uh, you know, we're, we're having some great summer weather. Oh, okay. We have, we have to ask you, what's the temperature? Uh, here we the temperature go. right now is, I believe it's 26 degrees Celsius, which whatever that is in your imperial. Yeah, universe. it's 26 Celsius degrees no Celsius sense. in real temperature. Exactly. That's about, it's about 79 Fahrenheit, I think. Celsius makes, makes zero sense. No, 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 no. It makes a lot of sense if you're water because it, at zero it's frozen and at a hundred it boils. So if, if if you if you view it from the perspective of a water molecule, it makes great sense. And since we're about seventy percent water, it should make about seventy percent sense for us. Andy, nobody asked for your two cents, Andy. I like this guy. <laughs> How often can we have him on? Can he come on every week? Nobody asked you at all, Andy. I was just stating a fact. Celsius makes. <laughs> 
we are friendly to our guests here. We make sure their feelings don't get hurt. You know, we we want to soothe your soul and just, you know, bring good things into your life. And mostly we fail. No, but like I said, I was bummed of that no show you little shit because the <laughs> because the music is nice. I've gone to the gym a lot of times listening to your shit. Tell us more about it. So everybody Thanks a lot. Can- you know, I get that. I get that a couple of times. I'm, I must have nailed some kind of workout BPM or something because there's been quite a few people that were like, this is the music that gets me through those last crucial reps, you know, uh, which is which is really cool because I, I grew up listening to a lot of training montage music, obviously, being a child of the 1980s. So, so it's nice to it's nice to kind of give back to that. Uh, now there's, there's there's not a lot to tell. I op- I opened a valve on the side of my head, and this is the stuff that came out from that valve. Uh, and I guess it comes from, you know, all the music I used to listen to when I was younger. A lot of synthesizer music, uh, which mainly is due to my mom, you know, who got me into Jean Michel Jarre and stuff like that, and and a lot of metal music, which is mostly due to my dad, who got me into Guns N' Roses and stuff like that. So you just you meld that together, and 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 yeah, you get Bioplan. Nice. That is. Brilliant. That, that was, is brilliant. you know I'm what? Sorry, I'm that is probably the best 15 second elevator pitch we've ever had on the show. Yes. We need to <laughs> add it. We need to add on this, on this podcast, a bell that goes ding, ding. And, and then on the screen, best elevator pitch ever <laughs> in the history of the really delicious podcast. Achievement unlocked. Well, thank you very much. Because we often ask <laughs> bands, give us a 15 second elevator pitch. And they're like, uh, <laughs> that's it. That's their yeah. elevator pitch. So that was good. And uh, like Bruce usually says, boardroom pitch. Yes. I don't think people even know what an elevator pitch is or where it comes from. Like, do you, Danny, know Andy? I'm Danny. I'm sorry. <laughs> da- Danny knows. It's it's like it's like when you're in the elevator <laughs> and you're in the elevator with the same guy who's going to the penthouse. Or actually, in Sweden, it's the eleventh floor. All of the Top CEOs are on the 11th floor because the 11th floor is the maximum height that a ladder truck from the fire department will reach. So they will never go above the 11th floor because they want to get out and they will send their minions above the 11th floor so they can they can die you know, in, in peace in the fire. Uh, so basically, you know, you get in the elevator with the CEO and you're like, I have this great idea and I know he's only going to the 11th floor. It's going to take him 45 seconds. I have 45 seconds to tell him my idea and then he's gone forever. I'm never going to see him again. And so there you go. That's your elevator pitch. Bingo. And that was the best explanation of that. I've also like, you should be doing this for a living. You You should be pitching ideas to clients. You should be the one writing Wikipedia articles and just, you know, (laughs) doing. Well, I do. I do other things. I do other things besides this stuff behind me. So I I, I work as a future strategist and a public speaker. So, so thanks. Thanks. Oh, you do work as a public speaker. Okay. I do. Yeah. Ah, This makes sense then. This makes sense. I was like, Nina tried to stump you and you ended up stumping her. Well, you know, I got put in my place and I deserved it. (laughs) (laughs) And I got called a little shit five minutes ago. So it was just just my way of giving back. And you deserved that. So, you know, I did. I I totally did. The stir fry was awesome. <laughs> so have you ever been on a podcast where the uh, host called you or, or an interview where the host called you a little shit? No, I can't say yeah. I can't say that I have. But, you know, it, it, it's, it's nice for a change. You know, the to- the tone of the tone of the conversation is, is raw, but there's a lot of heart in it. Do you guys know each other? <laughs> I, love I see that you like, you know, what that you work with public speaking and how to put it <laughs> nicely that. 
you know, like what you what you're doing is pathetic, but you know, there's a lot of heart in it. No. Bless <laughs> <laughs> them, they do try. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna review exactly. your podcast. It's a little rough around the edges. <laughs> A lot of heart in it, so yeah. it makes up for it. That is, that is like, <laughs> that is the, that is like the nicest way to say, just like, oh, bless your soul. Like, yeah. You know, just, nice try. It's not gonna happen, but let me just stroke your hair and hold your hand. But what do you, like, what do you, what do you need my two cents for? You guys are, you guys are trending in Iceland and New Zealand. You got, you got it made <laughs> on opposite sides go. of the globe. You know. <laughs> Don't you forget it. Hey, yeah. man, we've been shared on Blabbermouth, all right? That's how famous we are. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, really? I actually like we to have? call us the lucky Multiple rabbits. Times. People yeah. do the show, and then they sell millions when they, you know, after it airs. Why don't I know about that? What the hell? <laughs> about Blabbermouth? Because I do, too. And the other one is, is about mental health. And we got mentioned in, say, the, the biggest, like, yellow press gossip shit magazine in finland i'm like all right my career is done like, you know, <laughs> you've arrived got my name in says watch out for seven. the watch out for the paparazzi they're yeah, coming for you almost, almost there because we had a like a very famous actor as a guest mm -hmm. and and then they just like you know extracted the least interesting information from that podcast to that like gossip story as in like oh look at gary keton and had trouble making a movie because someone got COVID and like, yeah, we were also talking about like how, how he's also a psychotherapist with a history of his own and like mental health and gave concrete uh, advice on how to handle anxiety and what happens in your brain. But no, someone in his movie had COVID and they had to postpone for two weeks and that's the news, you know, <laughs> so stupid. So let's talk about what an idea. Yeah. Let's talk about the band. Let's talk about arcade dreams. It's been out for, what a couple months now what's been the exactly. response to it so far uh the reviews have been really nice uh obviously it's it's a pretty niche piece of music so you know bioplan is never going to sell millions it's an instrumental album full of you know quite difficult music that's that's it's jazz it's synth it's you know it mixes a lot of genres and a lot of influences and so on but for for the genre the response has been great you know, so so rather than looking to sell 50,000 units, but at least we're, we're getting some stuff on Spotify, we're getting some interest, it's it's garnering the other uh, other work on the side, you know, as, as a guitar player, which was the point with Bioplan, really. So, yeah, the response has been great, and we'll see what the future holds. Hopefully we'll get to make a couple more. Nice. Did you record this yourself at home? That's that's correct. I recorded it with using this thing uh, at home. Uh, so... Uh, by Soldano SL30 for anybody listening to the audio. Um, so, so yeah, everything is recorded here at in my house. I play all of the instruments except drums because I don't have a drum kit here. So I program the drums uh, as a lot of people do, but all the keyboards yeah. are played analog style. All the guitars are played analog style, the bass, everything. Wow. Analog style. You mean no edits? I do mean as far as, you know, as, as much as we can do, no edits. I mean, sometimes sometimes you have to do it, but yeah, I mean, try to get through it and, and try to make it as, as true to the period as possible. So the, the idea of this was to make a, a record that sounds like it was made in the 1980s, which is why it has that mid-forward sound and a lot yeah, of open yeah. filter synthesizers and everything. It doesn't have that modern metal tone and you everything. You know what? So, I yeah. caught that as soon as I heard this song, I was like, 
this song has like that NS mixed on NS tens in the 1980s sound. There you go. That's there the first go, thing I thought of. And I know that's going to go over a lot of listeners heads, but that's the first thing I, I was like, this sounds like NS tens in 1980. That there was, you and, go, man. and I was like, huh, that's really interesting that you said that you brought that up, that mid forward sound. You know? Yeah, yeah, and I've been working with a great guy. His name is Rich Gray. Uh, works in Cambridge. We used to be in a band together called Aeon Zen, and he we we've known each other for for fifteen years, and you know, and and the guy knows me, so he he, he mixed the record for me. It was the, he sent he spent he sent me back like one mix, and it was like two comments, and that's it. He destroyed it because it was he he knew exactly what I was looking for and 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 everything. So we used a lot of period correct stuff you know period correct guitars old jacksons period correct alp amplifiers period correct speakers t75s uh oh, drum wow. machine was a roland 909 uh oberheim synths you know all that stuff <laughs> wow i imagine this music uh, would lend itself towards a, like a soundtrack or movies or tv even stuff from the you know that time period I think so. Yeah. And, and eventually it would be really cool to, to branch out into doing, you know, licensed work like that to, to do stuff for, for, for anything from commercials to indie games to, to stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Like even stranger things. Perfect. Right. Right. I mean, who wouldn't want to be, who wouldn't want to be in that? I mean, that band Metallica, they, they, they right. it looks like they're going to make it. I mean, it's like, you know, they gave them yeah. a break there, you know, totally. They it's finally, almost... they finally got their beat break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did they ever make it out of the clubs? Who knows? <laughs> Imagine if Kate Bush was never discovered. Thank God for Stranger Things. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> but yeah, I think but, it would lend itself to that for sure. Absolutely. So, so that is that is one of the things I would love to do in the future. Unfortunately, those aren't the kind of opportunities which you can kind of create for yourself. You have to collaborate with 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 other makers of other forms of media. And you know, if I can do that. I will definitely do it in the, in the future because I've done a little bit of it before, but nothing really super serious. I'm raising my hand because I want to interject. <laughs> I, ha I have advice on how to do that because I used to do that. That's amazing. So what you need to do is you need to find a composer, somebody who works uh, specifically writing music for film or television. Mm -hmm. And then you create a relationship with them and you send them MP3s because a lot of people think that composers write every piece of music that goes into a film, but they do not. So there's music directors and there's composers, but oftentimes, like on lower budget stuff like Hallmark movies or horror movies and stuff like that, the composer is the music director. And they'll often be like, oh, I need a metal track here. And they'll just go through their library of tracks from people they know and trust. <coughs> And they'll toss that in. And the money you make from film and TV is not upfront money. It's royalty money. And it keeps coming in all the time. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. So that's, that's the way you have to get in. And I only say that because when I was trying to get into that, no one would ever help me figure it out. Never. Until I started being a recording engineer for film and TV. And I started working with a composer. And I started seeing what he was doing. And I was like, oh, my God. This is ridiculous. This is all I have to do. Is just create a relationship <laughs> with someone yeah. and send them music. And maybe they use it, maybe they don't. But hey, you get one song in. Like I got one. Well, I shouldn't go off on this, but I got one. I played one note on a keyboard of a cello. And then it went to a second note. It lasted a minute. And I make about $500 US a quarter from those two notes. <laughs> That's unbelievable. If I knew that, I wouldn't have played this many notes right. on Bioplan because I think I put all of them in there. 
Yeah, yeah. All of the notes, right. So anyways, you could get your music easily into film and TV. I Trust me, it sounds good enough, and it's fucking killer. So that's my... Awesome. Thanks so much for the tip. That 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 means a lot because obviously when you don't have a lot of inroads into this, you actually you actually don't know how to make these things happen, which is why, you know, any any advice that like the one you have is 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 amazing. So thanks a lot. Is this something that you might take on the road or do live at all, or is this strictly just studio stuff? If if I put this on the road, I would have to hire like seven keyboard players and I would have to hire three guitar players and I would have to, you know, they would have to learn this stuff because there's there are so many over there's so much going on in this music that if you took the lead guitar out, there would still be, you know, 17 things you can you can you can keep track of. Right. Because uh, there's a lot of synth synth going on. So it w- either it would have to be like a totally boiled down version of like four tracks and, you know, bass drum guitar. And I'm not sure it would work then. Or it would have to be the fully fleshed out thing, at which point it would be 75% backing tracks. And then why are you doing it live? Right. So so I don't think that that the the, the, the palette of music kind of lends itself to a live situation, but it definitely would lend itself to, to you know, exactly the stuff you were mentioning before. Okay. So what's the plan with, with, with the record then? Well, I actually, you know, I've been a singer for in bands for about, 17 years now, uh, since the first seventh wonder record. And, uh, I never chose to be a singer. I never really wanted to be a singer. I, I, I became a singer because I, I played guitar and sang in a band and I discovered much to my chagrin that I do not have the talent to do both of those things well at the same time. So it was either do two things medi- with mediocrity or do one thing very well. And unfortunately for me, you know, metal singers are kind of hard to find, Whereas guitar players are, you know, you put a plate of cookies on your driveway overnight and in the morning there'll be like 15 or 16 of them going like this sounding working for me, man, you know, and, and, and so they're so easy to discover. So it just became like, okay, well, I'll sing then and then we'll get a guitar player. And so, and you start singing, you put out an album as a singer, more singing work comes your way. Meanwhile, I've been playing guitar for, for 27 years and I've, I don't have a body of work to show for it. So when I go to producers and I go like, hey, can I play guitar on your record? Well, what have you done? Right. Well, I haven't done anything. I've played guitar for 27 years. Well, put out an album and we'll see. So it was like, it was, it was, this, it was this attempt to just like put myself out there as a guitar player and say, hey guys, I can do this too. You know, I've been, do, I've been doing this for, for, for decades and uh, how about it? Uh, and so on. So the ultimate goal of Bioplan, I guess, is to make itself obsolete and to put me in a situation where I can be in, in, in either a band or a project as a guitar player and take aspects of Bioplan and put that into my playing style in whatever record or, or, or band or project I'm in. Nice. That makes That's sense. That's really cool. You know, I love the pragmatic well, approach. Well, it's, it's, it's yeah, a very yeah. Swedish approach. <laughs> <laughs> we make a plan and then we stick to the plan. It's a five-year plan. Yes. Then you put on your jacket and go outside. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, uh, when, when you first started talking, I assumed you were an American. I am not. No, but I was born in Bosnia-Herzegovina. I came to Sweden when I was 10 years old uh, during the war and yeah. in, uh, in, in Bosnia back back when. But my father was a professor of English. And when I was a, when I was a kid, ah. he, uh, he grew up, he, he basically raised me bilingual because he figured like, if you know English, there isn't going to be a door that's locked to you for the rest of your life. And, and, and smartest decision he ever made. Cause, cause honestly it's, it's opened so many doors for me in life. That's great. That seems to be a common thing yeah. in Europe where so many people learn English as well as like, yeah, you know, yeah. 
Like my friend, my friend Andy speaks five languages. He's from Switzerland. He speaks well, five Switzerland languages. is a great it's place because you know they have they're on so many borders that you know you get your you get Italian, you get French, you get German, you get Schwitzendutsch, you get all kinds of you know really cool dialects and everything. So yeah, I I, I don't have a, a hard time believing that at all. Yeah, it blows my mind. Although it annoys me because when you phone him, you get his answering machine. It's like. Hi, you've reached Andy Pillar. Please leave a message. But in every fucking <laughs> language that's there, you know. Nice. Okay, that's, that's just elitist funny. bullshit. Cut him out of real life. Nice. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. Uh, I'm sure you're super nice, Jude Miller. What was your name? You know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that, is all, that is all I had. Did we miss anything you want to cover? No, no. I mean, just, you know, give this, give the stuff a whirl and let it, let it help you through those last crucial vinegar reps that, that you need to get your, to get your workout done. And, uh, you know, come and see me about guitar playing anywhere you want. I'm on all the social media and you know, let's talk, let's talk amps and tubes and pentodes and triodes and, and, and sweet picking and whatever you guys want. Uh, okay. So before we go, what about the world's huge tube shortage right now? I know, right? This is where this is where you're happy you don't have a Randall Satan that has like seven 12 AX7s in the preamp. And you can have like this one only has two, this Marshall. And that that, that just makes me like super happy. But yeah, be be, be careful with those tubes, man, because uh it's gonna be a couple of years before before they're back in stock. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that's all I had to say. Sorry. Yeah, the more you know, just yeah. you know. the more you know. <laughs> Chris gotta drop the nerd stuff in. Sweet. Awesome. You should have said like this is Andy the little shit craw, and I'm not going to pronounce your last name. We're going to insult you right till the very end. I'll tell you what it means. Kravlicha is it's a it's a nom de guerre from the uh, late 14th century, the Battle of Kosovo. It means uh, milk bucket. <laughs> nice. So nice. That, that's, that's what that's that's the last name. That's my family name. So Andy there you milk go. Bucket. That's- Sexy. We also had a guy whose name was Vagina Vagina. So. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so milk bucket, close second. I forgot about that guy. That whole podcast went so far off off the rails. It became it Vagina Vagina, and then I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even. They'll never come back. <laughs> they, they never will. I hope you will they though, because you're a great guest. Thanks but a lot. You're when gonna, is this you're going to be here every single week now. But yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you know, anytime you will have me. Uh, when is this out? I'm not sure. I can send you an email. I got to go through the schedule. I know we've got a, a lot in the queue. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Out. So just you know, keep in touch. And uh, yeah, you guys have a great day. Thanks for having me on. Hey, be well. Did you do the? Did you do the bumper already? Did no. I miss it? The, oh, oh yeah, he did. Yeah, do the bumper. No, he did. This is why Where have you been? One take. Destroyed it. Come on. We did it. <laughs> Did they do it? Rena, what Did is smoking over there? How much does she pay attention to what's going on here? Rena. I'm, I'm sorry. It's like there's there's thunder in the air, and that <laughs> makes me drunk. Like, <laughs> like, honestly, like if, if there's thunder, I'm such an earthbound hippie that it really fucking messes with my head, the air pressure. I so thought you weren't going to smoke until like, after. Thunder. <laughs> I thought you weren't going to smoke weed till later, yeah. <laughs> anyway, right, you guys, absolutely. Thank you, Andy. I appreciate it. Be well, my friend. Take, Take care. It easy, Bye. Man. Take care. Nice yeah. Bye. Bye. I'm gonna go take a leak, and we got the next one. <laughs> hey, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs>
Yeah. We'll call it like tra- Chris has been smoking shit because your giggle sounds different. <laughs> it's dry, it's, no, like, I have a, he's, he's he's my, my, my back wisdom tooth is coming in. I have to go to the dentist tomorrow. It fucking yeah. hurts. Oh, that's the, it then. It kind of hurts you, but you kind of like it. You know? I'll see you in the next one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you. Do you have any plans this year? <laughs> How's that going? Do you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020, where myself, Benny Goodman, and my good friends, Corey Pazin and Siobhan Cronin from the band Lost Symphony, also got 2020. And since the world ended this year, we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing. We're going to get a candid look at life on and off the stage, as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry. New episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen at Tuesday. 020-D.com, soundtalentmedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app.